All right, guys, a lot of us here at DNVR, we go to Green Mountain Dental Group because look, they're great at what they do. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They love sports, they're Denver people. But when you go to Green Mountain Dental Group for a cleaning x-ray and exam, you also get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Probably one of the best perks that any of our sponsors here at DNVR do because a Sonicare retails at like 50 to 75 bucks at least. So it's gonna last you a long time and it's gonna lead to healthier teeth. So hit them up today, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. You will get a free Sonicare toothbrush. What is up everybody? Welcome to the DNVR Nuggets podcast. I'm your host Adam Mares, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues minus Brendan Boat. Today I've got the man with the wind at his hair, Harrison Wind. What's going on brother? Just uh, got back from the best sports bar on earth, the DNVR oh, bar. The DNVR bar. How was it on this fine evening, <laughs> this fine Sunday evening? We had a we had a decent crowd. No Lakers fans, which was good. <laughs> At least none that I saw. <laughs> so a positive <laughs> take uh, takeaway from the night. That is a positive. I'm actually very very happy to hear that. Makes that does warm my heart. I'm also joined by Eric. You know him as D Line Co. Oh, what's up, guys? Um, Harrison, I, I was sure that after you said the best sports bar in the world, you were going to say Hooters. But uh, I'm glad to I'm glad to know that uh, you, you also think it's the DNVR bar. Nobody under the age of like I don't know forty has ever stepped foot inside of a Hooters. <laughs> That's why it's a weird fact, but it's yeah. true. Over yeah, well, overrated for sure. It's uh, it, that's indisputable. No one can no one can argue that fact. That's uh, overrated. It's a nope. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a nope. Yeah, it's, a it's, it's a club. It's a, it's it's club. a yacht club. It's yacht club type yacht establishment. Club. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Guys, Eric, I thought you've had a lot of great tweets tonight. I'm not going to lie. Um, perhaps <laughs> my favorite one was your tweet of uh, Jack Black. Um, Be watching sports all day. Yeah, miserable. <laughs> just, just, just absolutely like, miserable. <laughs> it's the absolutely most uh, miserable face you can give. Because it's true. Like, look, I mean, we all knew this was coming. I think, I think it was pretty evident sometime around probably the Houston Rocket series or maybe game two of the Nugget series. I was like, the Lakers are going to win the damn title this year. And it's probably going to be pretty easy. That's what happened tonight. The Los Angeles Lakers just completely dominate the Miami heat. And I would say, you know, Denver didn't get dominated by them like this in any games. And I, and I know this is, I'm not trying to say Denver better than Miami or this or that, but this win was one of those wins where you go, okay, it went six. There were some really close games. Heat missing, you know, Goran Dragic for most of this. But this was one of those games where you're like, man, the Lakers' best was just so much better than Miami's, and I think so much better than everybody else's. That's sort of how I felt watching this game. Um, Harrison, what, what did you think watching? I mean, is your opinion at all solidified by watching how this season and playoffs has unfolded and with this game in particular? Yeah, I mean, you could tell by the couple of tweets I fired off. I was in a very reflective mood after the game. <laughs> it's very reflective on the season and everything. Um, I would just, I just would love to have seen a healthy Miami team against these Lakers because I feel like they definitely could have pushed them. And I mean, I, I took Lakers in six. I thought the Lakers were going to win even against a, a healthy Heat team, but um, I don't know. It just doesn't really feel complete not seeing a heat squad at full strength but I mean when it comes to the Lakers they obviously obviously were the best team in the league this year they proved that and they've got a ton of staying power too 
I mean, we know Anthony Davis is technically a free agent, but we're we're going to talk coming back to the Lakers. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about their staying power because I do, I do feel like the framework has been created for the 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 mountain that Denver has to climb is is visible. The clouds have departed, and it's like, oh, it's a tall one. Um, But but we'll get to it. But yeah, I mean, I, I I think that's just it. Like the Lakers. This was one of these years where I think people thought like, oh, there's a lot of contenders. I kind of feel like there were a lot of fringe contenders, but there was one more dominant team than, than I think the rest of them. Eric, do you, how it shook, is that just how it shook out, or do you think that's, that in hindsight that was probably the case all along? I mean, I, I'd love to say that the, the Lakers sort of lucked into this, and but they well, I mean, they, they did luck into it. They did luck well, into this. <laughs> they they were much better than everybody else. It's disgusting to say. We I mean, we were, we were talking before this, like we didn't. Neither one of us quite realized how much better they were than the other teams in the uh, in the NBA. Um, unfortunately, like they they really did just like as soon as things got tough, they just were like oh and they just punch harder punch right. back like yeah. um it was gross to watch unfold there's a bunch of uh terrible like coattail riding uh nba garbage players that are now like really really <laughs> impressed with themselves now that are, have taken to the timeline are being pumped up by the legions of lakers fans that will just uh, allow anybody to to wear the mantle of like champion and be proud of them like can we Green. rank the like five most <laughs> loathsome lakers to win this year? Yes. like like because oh, i all right so the, just to put the list in there dwight and kyle kuzma are easily one two in whatever order we could figure that yeah. out here in a yeah. second yeah. javel mcgee i think probably three oh, jr absolutely. smith maybe four because i think there. jr smith is multi-time champion now jared dudley uh, jared dudley's oh, jared dudley i like though i like jared dudley I don't. Uh, he doesn't deserve this. I, he he tweeted something talking about how they're going to be back and be better, and I was like, "Who is this? Who's even tweeting this?" Uh, he sucks. Anthony Davis might be number number three for me. Wow. The, I just, the, yeah, I just, <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. Dion Waiters is personally oh, very upset God. about not being included in the top five. <laughs> yeah, Dion Waiters Dude, it, entered the chat. It's <laughs> funny how much we have gotten like the full gauntlet here of like. Oh yeah, are, Dude, we forgot. Are you going to put a salt warning on the beginning of this podcast? Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of salt. Uh, <laughs> a lot of. But why not? I mean, for, I mean, half the Lakers, man. I can't I've got another rooting one. For, I've got I another one. Can't imagine. LeBron had. Hold on, one second. Here's it. LeBron had a. T- a quote in his postgame presser here where he said something like winning for the Lakers is like winning for the Yankees or the Cowboys or the Patriots or the Red Sox. And I'm sitting here going, yeah, that's right. It is like that. That's yeah. really freaking dumb. Like the yeah, lamest fucking thing ever. <laughs> right, right. That's what you mean, right? LeBron, that's how what lame you mean. It right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's really freaking lame and nobody cares. And the ratings re- reflect that. Okay. Who else is trying to get into this club of like, Annoying that they get to like claim any credit. <laughs> well, LeBron also said, "quote I want my damn respect too," which is <laughs> interesting. Finally, very Finally. interesting quote from LeBron. Um, you know what's funny though is I feel like he's gaining a certain amount of respect and losing another part. And I mean, we we know, and Brendan's not here to kind of talk about it. Maybe pr- deliberately so. Maybe this was a tough night for him. <laughs> um, he was a big LeBron guy, and he's kind of, I think, less so now than he was when this started. Um, I know my buddy Tony Niehaus, who's been on the show, friend of the show, Big T, same thing. He's liked LeBron for a lot of years, but there's just something great. I think everybody kind of feels this one as like, as impressive and as dominant and as amazing as LeBron was in year 17, winning finals MVP. And clearly like there was a question early on in the series and there was even questions of the playoffs. Like, I mean, it's very clear who the best player on that team still is and the best player in the world. 
But so I think everybody has that respect of him, which they always actually had, just he never realized it. But now there's almost this weird like blowback disrespect of like, yeah, but you know what? We don't like you. Like, <laughs> like we admit you're great, but we don't like you. And it's not that we dislike you in this way, like people disliked Kobe, but they had this mad, you know, like, uh, you know, you gotta love the guy. No, it's just like, yeah, Ron, you take your take this. We don't we don't actually give, give a shit. Man. Like not impressed. Just nobody coaches. loves you. Ratings are down. Like the, the ultimate like way to compare, and I know these things aren't all their faults, but it is kind of funny that Jordan entered the league at when it was just getting launched. I mean, of course, Magic and Bird were were the ones that truly launched it, but then Jordan took the mantle and launched it into heights nobody could have possibly imagined. And LeBron picked up right there and now has mm-hmm. it at its lowest point. And it's kind of like, huh, we're kind of coming full circle in a weird you know way. What it is is that uh, Kobe and MJ played for one team. Like they had oh, yeah, the yeah, same, yeah. they had the same people just building and compounding and building, compounding feelings of love and fandom, like over the, the course right. of their entire, yeah. I mean, that's all compounding interest. And like LeBron just keeps tearing it up and like starting over, you know, like <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's like a serial startup guy, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, yeah, like he just has like a bunch of people, like all he has are now Lakers fans that, um, well, you know, he has big- a, some of Lakers, some Lakers fans. Yeah, I know he has a like, lot of Lakers fans who do not like LeBron, including one person I live with. Yeah, but I was going to say, like, he has Lakers fans that have sort of begrudgingly allowed him to come into their sphere. Yeah. And then he yeah. just has, like, a bunch of people that, like, did love him, but, like, he broke up with them. And now he's, like, with, like, he, like, went and, like, got, like, a hot young, like, yeah. too young for him girlfriend. And, like, he's coming around. Everyone's like, okay, cool. Nice to see you, LeBron. Glad you're doing well. Um, so he doesn't have that love like he would have if he had he just – I mean, whatever. It's obnoxious though. Like the NBA makes me goddamn crazy. Like the the storylines that this league like really loves to take and run with are so rarely tied to anything that actually happens on the goddamn right, right. But I think it's overdone, and I really this is what I mean about LeBron though is a lot of this is just about the myth, right? The myth making, and it just so happened that Jordan had the perfect myth that we all agreed to buy. Like we're just like you know what, it isn't this perfect story, but it fits well enough that if we all just you know take it with a little grain of salt we can all squint and feel good about it and i think with lebron and it's not just lebron it's also the nba at large you know there's the, you guys know the story about like pepsi and coke and if you give like a blind taste test people almost always choose pepsi because it's a little sweeter and people are like Ooh. and if you only have like one and a half ounces of something and it's sweeter you like it more but if you have to drink a whole pepsi you're like dude this is a lot of sugar and i kind of feel ridiculous mm-hmm. drinking and i feel like that's what the nba has done over the last 20 yes. years with their like narrative building is they're like well people in our tests say they enjoy these trade rumors this or that but then when you have to drink the full two liter of it you're like oh this is disgusting <laughs> yeah, well that's so- why it would be gratifying if the nuggets were able to get to oh. a championship because they're, they're doing this. it the old school way. They're do. doing it the tough way. Why they're doing it the right yes. way. <laughs> Let's take it, a break. Would, Harrison, no, save this. Save this fire in your belly, okay. man. Because this is what I want to talk about in the end, too. Is we just got through this thing. We just, we just got our two liter of Pepsi like just sprayed all over us. <laughs> let's, let's have a little commercial palate cleanser and talk about what this actually means for the, the team that you guys are listening in about the Denver Nuggets. Man, two liter of Pepsi, that's a hell of a metaphor. A hell of a metaphor. <laughs> I thought With that was Mentos. A plus. I thought that it, it was came good. to me. It just came to me. I channeled it. It was good. Uh, yeah, guys, make sure to check out the Palisade Peach from Breck Brew and all the other beers that Breck Brew 
puts out every like month it seems it seems like they always got a new beer that they're pushing out they're all great options but the palisade peach uh it's my personal favorite right now and my personal favorite has changed a couple times but palisade peach uh it is at the top right now are you guys Palisade Peach people? Like, oh hell yes, I am. Year, yeah, around this time of year, we always uh, end only up in the it. summer to early fall. That's it. Yeah, but like, well, yeah, I mean, this is but around this time, we always make a point of buying like a box of Palisade Peaches from our gas station, and then from this point till the end of the year is the time that we try to contain the fruit fly outbreak that we get. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Palisade Peach from Breck Brew, a much better option. I have to say, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. make sure to check it out. Uh, also, sign up for WGT World Golf Tour. You can mm. download the game from dnvrgolf.com. And then what you need to do is search for the DNVR3 Country Club. That way you'll be entered into all the uh, tournaments that we do on the weekends, close to the pin. Uh, we'll play Pebble Beach. We'll play like the best of the par five, super fun courses. And it's free to play. And, you know, sometimes you can walk out of there with 200 or 100 bucks if you finish in first or second place. So could be the easiest money you literally ever make in your life for playing a golf game that takes like five minutes uh, to do a round. So make sure to download WGT, dnvrgolf.com, search for the DNVR3 Country Club. So, Harrison, you were starting to spit, and I interrupted you, but for good reason. Um, because I want to dedicate a whole segment to this. Because I'm with you, and correct me if I, I – I think people that don't come from Denver, that haven't been following us, will probably take what I'm about to say and say, bullshit, not true. You're lying to yourself or you're lying to us. I don't think I would have enjoyed this championship if this was Denver. If LeBron back in 2018 said, you know what, I am signing with Denver, the Denver Nuggets, they have the clearest path. But then, in addition to that – he would have said, yeah, but you got to trade Jokic to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. You got to get, you know, let's get Jamal Murray out of here. Let's get Chris Paul in. And Denver goes on to win the title. I, I honestly think I would have been like, yeah, this isn't that cool. I mean, we have now we have a championship. And they'd probably do the parade in Cleveland or something. Like, they wouldn't even be in Denver. Like, mm-hmm. do you – do you, I mean, I mean this sincerely. There's no, like, no doubt in my mind. I wouldn't – I don't think I would have enjoyed it. What, what do you think of that? Well, I mean, a championship is a championship, first and I don't, foremost. I like, disagree. Well, I mean, not not to us, like the people who have been following the team and have been around the team, but like a championship in some ways, I guess, is just a championship. But There's so little and, mystery to this championship. Like that's the thing is, in hindsight, it really didn't matter that, you know, Markeith Morris couldn't shoot in the playoffs or Danny Green missed that one shot or, you know, whatever. None of this stuff mattered. It was just like, oh, yeah, you got two of the best players and they just destroy everyone. <laughs> well, yeah. we we had a little bit of it. We got a, a, a taste of this as Broncos fans when we got Peyton Manning, although it wasn't the same story because there was a lot of uh, intrigue as to whether or not or a lot of it just wasn't a slam dunk like Peyton wasn't. Of course not. A crazy injury. Right? That's but this part of that's part of the equation here is the. Right. The, the sports are fun because there's this mystery to it and there's this hard work and like things have to come together and also by the way Peyton Manning lost in the Super Bowl in humiliating fashion I I honestly yeah. think that is part of what made it so special yeah it's true I mean he did and we also had that like terrible Ravens thing that that, that I guess would be the last year for the the Lakers where they didn't make the playoffs and everything was sad mm. um but you know, I mean, there there is something to be said. We would be hyped out of our minds. We only we're only able to really contrast it because we saw this year play out in such unbelievably satisfying fashion. 
even though we fell short for, with the nuggets like it just felt like we were in the right like we were we were the just and they were the the like, the evil and the, um so you could yeah you could take I, good and evil out of it but i'm telling you no there's something about be, that this is the thing about being a nuggets oh, I, fan I, I is like you. there's I, a very specific thing i'm hoping for and yeah, it, right. and that's and that's it and what happened this year with the lakers is just not it like they and lakers fans i do think hope for something else like they want to be the bully and they want to be the darth vader or whatever you know that's what they want i'm just saying i hope for something different because i can see the like yeah man this is this is so cool what denver has to do to get there and that's what sports are about to me yeah I, I guess i guess what i was trying to say was like a championship with lebron just coming here and like LeBron's guys and none of the guys here right now. It would be like a hollow championship. It would be a championship, but it'd be hollow because if the Nuggets were able to get this done with everybody that Tim Connolly's drafted and the continuity and not skipping steps, I mean, it would be like a whole referendum on how you can build a team in today's NBA. I feel like a lot of teams in small to mid markets who don't get those top tier for agents and don't build their team every summer. And just the turnover is crazy. I feel like there'd be a renewed hope, like right. a new hope that yeah. you can build your team this way. So it would be so gratifying for the nuggets. It would mean more. I don't remember if we talked about this with uh, Samus and Diari when he was on uh, just talking about the warriors, but you right. can ask them about their championship right. pre Katie and post Katie. Oh, no, we did one, ask him about it. Of course we yeah. asked him about it. The pre Katie one just times more. Yeah, it's like not even comparable, but it would be huge for the league too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of us like getting a championship, but it's like a bridge championship. It like gets us to the place where we can finally st- sign free agents. We right, and then, you can st- <laughs> and then you can stunt on everyone. Exactly. Like, then Giannis comes here and, <laughs> and everyone's like, boo. And we're like, it's well, doesn't matter. We got, we got the <laughs> honest one. And now we get to have like <laughs> yeah. three more not honest ones. Totally. Like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's where the Lakers are, right? Like, they're, they're like, whatever. We fucking do. We run a bunch of them in this way, that way, this way. Right, right, right. It's just a different one. We're just, they're just looking for uh, notches in the best post at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also frames the, the conversation, guys, because I hate to the, be the bearer of bad news here, but this, this uh, I don't know if this uh, Lakers team is going away. In fact, I, my biggest hope is this pairing of Anthony Davis, LeBron James happened last summer was, oh, well, LeBron's pretty old. And, you know, who knows how much longer he has. He sure as shit looks like he's got, I don't know, 10 more years in him. It's incredible. <laughs> it's like, I mean – it, this I felt this way with Jordan, by the way, back in like 98. He clearly was nowhere near the athlete he was in 93, but he was just like a better player somehow, you know, like he just knew the smarter. game. And that's how I feel yeah. with LeBron. It's not even just smarter. I mean, it's a lot smarter, but it's also just O'Reilly. like, yeah, just no, just confident, more confident, all of that stuff. And I don't know. I watch him this year and I go, yeah, he's going to be really good next year. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, I don't just, think LeBron in or something. But. I don't think LeBron uh, put out nearly as much like energy as he usually does get a championship or that he has in his past championships or runs the finals than he did this year. Mainly because Anthony Davis, like Anthony Davis, what he does on offense and defense might have yeah. extended LeBron's career by like three years. Easily. I was thinking about this just when you look at LeBron. So gross. Does he have any of his 10 best playoff games in this playoff run? I feel like his best game was game five, the previous game. They lost that one, but he was really, really freaking good in that one. He has so when, many when he closed games over his career. When he closed the Nuggets out. I, I mean, mean, a good quarter, I though. 
Yeah, it wasn't like the classic all-time LeBron playoff game. It was a moment, though, I feel like. Yeah, that, that like, last – the end of the fourth quarter was just like, oh, fuck. He's not missing another goddamn shot. Like, this is over. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that that was definitely not one of his – like, we're talking about uh, the – I mean, he's been to the finals, like, every year of his career, essentially. He's got a lot of really impressive – performances in these playoffs and yeah. yeah i don't think this year any of them uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's because yeah, he's got anthony davis man he doesn't need to it's, that's the point. Uh, but that's yeah. and that's my point i think in a negative way though and that i think he has in him still it's just that that's why part of me when i watched that lakers nugget series i thought the lakers were clearly better i mean it was a five game series i clearly thought the lakers were better but i thought the version we saw of the lakers i thought denver could have beat them like okay you know denver plays a little bit better they get maybe will barton's there but I also feel like if Denver plays better, the Lakers play better. Like we didn't see in that series, we didn't see the best version of the Lakers either. And that's the thing that scares me. But if we go forward next year, I mean, I do think there's a level to Denver now knows they have a great team and that they have a title contending team. But I think there also has to be the realization of those guys are really good and they're going to get better. I mean, you look at the guys that they're going to lose this year. DeMarcus Cousins, but you didn't even know he was there. Dwight Howard, going to lose him. Jared Dudley, unless they want to re-sign him for very cheap. Um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, maybe. Avery Bradley, maybe. Those guys Contavious are all good. Contavious Caldwell-Pope is going to be on the team. Come on. Oh, yeah, man. Come, come on. on. Yeah, come, come on. on. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, but seriously, like I, I just think that that Lakers team will be better next year around LeBron. I mean, LeBron and AD, who knows? Both those guys – injuries i mean ad looks like he gets hurt every single game so who knows about their health but they're going to be better and i just think it actually frames it if you just look at it and you think like i think that this lakers team with lebron and ad is not just a two-year run it's probably going to be like a three four maybe five-year run for these guys until they run out of steam that's denver's title i I think denver's title window is going to run alongside the lebron anthony davis lakers so that now becomes the mountain that's the mountain denver has to climb and I just think it's uh, sadly <laughs> one of the tougher mountains that there ever will be. But, you know, in some ways that's, that's cooler. In some ways it's like, man, yeah. that's what it's going to take. I mean, I felt this way right after um, this final started. And it, like, it was clear that the Heat were gonna, not going to really give the, the Lakers much of a, <clears throat> much of a, series and we yeah. all started to be like okay the nuggets are the second best team in the nba they're the ones that played this this team the, the toughest like it's like this is actually kind of nice that there's clarity that the nuggets are now building their team with a specific opponent in mind like how do we yeah. beat the lakers like right. now it's like how do we fill in around like the lakers beat us because they out rebounded us pretty significantly right. so how do we counteract that and they, you know it's not just like the concept of building a nebulous good team it's a a team to fight the top dog in the nba but the the weird thing about the lakers is like they were dominant but i never got when we watched them in our series when i watched them any other time i'd watch them which is very infrequently because they make me ill but um like they never come off to me as being an invincible champion like they won the games but it was like well, they finished the season. I don't remember the exact number, but like fifty-five and zero when leading after three quarters. To me, that's a stat mm. that means something. It's like, oh yeah, 
they're really good when they have to be in it as long as they didn't completely screw the pooch in the first three quarters they just won every time like it's the same reason i i say this about the nuggets people always talked about well their clutch stats will regress back to normal i'm like no the their clutch stats right. are who they actually are and right. i think the lakers fourth quarter stats are who they actually are and they were 56 and oh when they had a lead like i i kind of think that's the that's the real <laughs> lakers so um it's look man it's gonna be steep and then you're right though d-line like denver now does know exactly who they have to go over there's gonna be good teams next year the warriors the clipper whatever but those teams you're gonna to have to win in spite of everything else you have to build to beat the lakers now and you know we'll, we'll see uh we'll see what they do this offseason um it, but it, it's to me it had to be the lakers like I, I i know it's it feels like a story or maybe it feels and maybe it is too much of this like um this myth that we create, but it does feel like if Denver was ever going to do this, they were going to have to slay the dragon to get there. They weren't going to get to like backdoor versus the Phoenix suns one year, that one year Phoenix was like, no, they're gonna have to go through LeBron James's Lakers. I did. I can't imagine anything better happening in my life than the (laughs) nuggets taking down the Lakers and LeBron James simultaneously to go on to win their first title. Oh my God. I mean, there's what? obviously no way that can happen because it's just too many positive co- confluence of events. But um. it could. Hey, we got a dream, man. We got a dream big. I mean, this has been this is this is what life is all about. Dream big. Um, I will say, and this can throw us to our last break here. But if Denver next year season probably starting in late January, probably wrapping up in late July. That's about the time I think people will start to be able to go back out into society. I'm guessing, who knows? But I'm guessing that might be around the time you can start to have a parade and maybe people at your bar and throw parties. <laughs> it did not stop the Lakers. That's why I want to talk about the Lakers postgame celebration and what a theoretical nugget celebration would be like in segment three. But first, we'll take a little break here. Yeah, we got a uh, Green Mountain Dental Group, guys. One of my favorite sponsors, maybe my favorite sponsor on the DMVR Nuggets podcast and uh, the DMVR Podcast Network. They're giving away a free Sonic or toothbrush to DMVR listeners. All you got to do is schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Look, we've all got to go to the dentist. It sucks. Nobody likes it. But at least that Green Mountain Dental Group, you can walk out of there with an awesome Sonic or toothbrush. So schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam today with them. You'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. And uh, look, I had one of these cold brews tonight, uh, Strava Craft Coffee. We've got it at the DNVR bar. Mm. If you can't stop in, if you want to get it shipped to you, you can get a Strava Craft Coffee subscription, get your coffee delivered every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. And you can get 20% off any product you're subscribing to with the code DN20. We know a lot of you took advantage of that uh, first time order for 20% off, but now you can get 20% off any product with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Of course, it's back with CBD. It can help cure long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, tons of other ailments as well. So uh, get that subscription today. You can get 20% off any product with the code DMBR20. All right, so I don't know if you guys have heard, but there is a uh, global pandemic um COVID-19 really swept the country well tonight and this is no surprise Lakers fans you have to hand it to them there are so many freaking Lakers fans on earth like watching how many people immediately stormed Pepsi or uh Pepsi Center Staples Center kind of impressive 
ridiculous and stupid, but kind of impressive and just how many people. I mean, there are maybe 20,000 people around Staples Center right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That, that, officially, that officially qualifies as a super spreader event. Oh, oh my. I, we're we're, we're kind of laughing here, but it actually probably does. Uh, it actually has very dire consequences. I don't want to laugh too hard, but 1,000% yes, Eric. You oh look at this God. crowd. It is like... It's like, I'm, I'm not kidding, 10,000 people, and they're all, like, screaming, which is, like, how you best trail. Like, if you really wanted to make sure somebody caught COVID from you, you would yeah. scream in their face repeatedly. Listen. Listen. <laughs> so um, I'm watching this, and I'm just going, like, oh, oh I, don't know. I'm, I don't know why I'm as surprised as I am by this. Yeah, we were saying that it's surprising that you're surprised. That's the surprising <sighs> part. <laughs> I just didn't picture. I don't know why I just didn't picture it, but when you see the pictures – um. But it did make me think, and this is the difference between Lakers fans and like Nuggets fans is I think there's some great Nuggets fans and it's growing. There's so many, I mean, there's a hundred Lakers fans for every one Nuggets fan. Probably that's probably not the right. What do you think the ratio is? 200? My God. Maybe more, man. 500,000? A thousand Lakers fans for every one Nuggets fan. And well, we, so, can do, we can do an informal. Let's look at the Twitter count here for the LA Lakers. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know because I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I have reasons to not trust those numbers from any uh. team, but definitely from the Nuggets. <laughs> like, there's no way they have the amount of followers they say they do. Also, um, as we've learned, not all fans of a team are on Twitter or even close to all. Correct, correct, correct. As, as um, we have learned. But I was wondering on, on a real question, though, let's say the Nuggets won the. NBA nine championship to tonight. Nine to one. <laughs> nine to one. They nine won the NBA one. championship tonight. How many people do you think would have stormed Pepsi Center for an impromptu celebration? Pepsi Center? Thousand? Uh, I was going to say zero. I was going to say really? zero. Yeah. They would have been, they would have hit uh, like the Capitol or just like the Capitol. <laughs> Lodo. Uh, like the, it would have been on 16th Street. Like nobody would have gone to the Pepsi Center. That's not. That, that, it's that kind of out of the yeah it's not really yeah, like, like walkable mean, to the, yeah you know, yeah there, there's no like there's no like uh emotions wrapped up with the pepsi center i think people uh, would have been at the dnvr bar hell yeah, um, you know like we would have we'd have probably had there, to, probably well, I would, we, we would have, have walked <laughs> in unison from the dnvr bar to pepsi center oh that would be our <laughs> <laughs> All uh, six feet apart. But in all, all seriousness, I just don't know if there would have been like people anywhere. <laughs> I just think I think I there think were a lot of people excited, been, but I don't think there would have been like we're I think there would have been into the some. quad, into the gymnasium. There would not have been that moment. <laughs> do you remember do you remember that there was like a massive uh parade and celebration when the Colorado Avalanche arrived in Denver and then immediately won a championship? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. People like a parade. They like a championship. They like a they parade like for sure. People want to feel pretty and you can be part of you can be pretty if you're part of a winning car uh winning organization so, somebody uh, asked me when the, when the nuggets came back from the bubble somebody dm'd me and was like hey do you know when their plane lands i want to meet them out mm -hmm. there or something and I, and I was like you know no and also i've just i don't even know how to direct people that way like well if this is i mean you couldn't do that <laughs> that's true the world's changed a little the from world has that. changed remember how that would, used to be a yeah thing? yeah like uh, before because it wouldn't have been like you would have just known you like, Oh, we just all got to head to the airport. Like people do that, you know, for when their right. teams come back and they, they uh, are, you know, they want to give them good feelings and pump, pump them up. Like that's right. pretty common, but you, you can, I, you can't do that. Now. <laughs> well, I'm hopeful that, you know, next year, starting next year, Denver, even though they're going to be underdogs, you know, next year could be the earliest you can realistic, you know, kind of hope for, things to break right. I, I feel the sense I get is that the Nuggets like their team and they like their chances and they like, uh, uh, you know, the shot they got. But next year, hopefully, 
the world has some semblance of normalcy and if there is a championship there will actually be a place to be at and a place to go mm-hmm. and like a comfort level of being able to scream in other people's faces and, and shout and i don't know who knows oh maybe God. even sheer share shots out of a bottle oh, or something you know, like the world being Schnapps. so so yeah no shots just like a bottle of liquor that <laughs> no, you I, bring I, to I the parade and just yeah it's gonna be like that image of um the marine kissing the woman in the in the middle of right Kansas, but it'll it'll be us sharing a bottle of schnapps in the middle of Colfax. <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel like though the anticipation from us and the anticipation from the fan base obviously at an all-time high for next season right now like we can already feel it just no. in terms of just the interaction we have with nuggets twitter the the dnvr community you can feel the anticipation and um the other thing is, just from talking to people around the team, the sense I get is that they're willing to go all in. Like, they realize their window's open. They're willing to make an all-in move if that's out there. So j- just keep that in mind this summer. I don't know if it will happen, but I think they're willing to. This, what is an all-in Giannis. move, though? Like, Giannis, exactly. yeah, Giannis is an all-in move. No, like, Anything um, shy of Giannis makes me, like, not that <laughs> – it's you're crazy they don't need a Giannis. that would be weird they, they need, need a michael like, porter and a bowl you know i, I think mean, potentially they would be more willing to give like send out some future draft picks than they would uh, a year or two ago Interesting. that's the sense yeah. i get at least i mean why not why not you have all the thing about a draft is your the re, the point of having draft picks is you hope to find a star because role players you could find everywhere that's Denver's never had a hard time getting free agent role players or free agent trades or this or that they've had a hard time finding stars but if you think centerpiece yeah Jamal Murray Nikola Jokic Michael Porter boy, like if you core, have those baby. guys it doesn't matter what else it is like okay Once you well, get the core yeah then you yeah. build around that core I love that's Monte a- Morris we can find one like, yeah seven. absolutely we yeah. absolutely absolutely we can find it. it's true that you just now exactly you just find the exact right pieces to complement that goddamn core you got to mm-hmm. find that core once you get the core then it's like a whole then this is the same thing in the nfl once you get your quarterback then you like start to, then you can start to get the offensive pieces around and start to worry about the defense and start to build your team out like we've got the offense and the defense um core and now it's how do we best maximize those talents? Well, the framework has been laid out for you Nuggets fans and people um, that, that are a fan of this team, I think have the thick skin and the understanding that, you know what, you never were going to be the favorite. Now you have to be the underdog against a, a true Goliath, a reigning champion, Los Angeles Lakers. The framework has been set. I'm ready for it. I'm ready can for I, it, uh, baby. Can I go over a couple of final notes before we get out of here? Sure. Okay. These are, these are my uh, finishing notes from – uh, from the game. Uh, J.R. Smith, I don't know if you want him on the team, but you definitely want him if you're a contender just because he's got to be the best at celebrating a championship in the league. Yeah, get out of here. I'm over it. I'm over it. No, nope. uh, <laughs> get out of it. Strong disagree, but okay. <laughs> I just hope he beats up another uh, guy that t- tries to touch his car tonight. That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, we never talked about Kendrick Perkins, I don't think, on the uh, DNBA show, but Sports Illustrated did like this. I don't know if it was a profile or everything or what on him. The big names love like it's just it's just how it is. And uh, the tagline on the uh, cover story was when Kendrick Perkins speaks, he says something. Yeah, it's the it's the, the one the tagline is a lie. It's that's what's crazy. 
I mean, I, I guess he does say things. It took Paul Pierce, who you can also associate that tagline with, five oh. seconds into the uh, post-game show on ESPN to say LeBron is the second best ever. So that debate's done. It's final. Can end yeah. it. Now that Paul Pierce is, is oh, I can't. If we ever get the Sports Illustrated thing about Paul Pierce's greatness, then like you know, hit the next great media mogul, Paul Pierce, then I, I I'll, I'll, I'll really just. Just well, end I, it. <laughs> I literally can't think of anything on earth I would want to a conversation I want to have less in life ever again than who is the goat? Oh, I know. I know. Michael, like, I don't. Like, <laughs> this is just, what I mean about LeBron, though, about people respecting him but not liking him. Is I think people have like mm-hmm. he always thought if he achieved him enough, people would hand him the title. And I think what has happened is people have said, "I don't care." Like, yeah. I don't care if you're one, two, five, ten. Like, I just I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and not, he's great. I, I mean, actually, LeBron he was my favorite player for a very long time. I just LeBron to me, yeah. It's a lot, LeBron to me is not. I, I don't know. It's like I'm not inspired by him. I, I don't like watching his game that much. I mean, he's just like an unstoppable force, and there's something really cool about that. But like, I don't the, aesthetically. It, he doesn't. He doesn't really do it for me. I mean, he, he's got like the the power dunks and shit. That and his he, he's got great vision on the court. He'll he'll uncork a pass every now and again. Um, that is really impressive. But for, for whatever reason, like it just doesn't connect with me in the way that I, I want. And maybe this is like the same thing that people do with Jokic. So it's like a silly, uh, right? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I totally. I think he's but like just, the hometown underdog that like everybody you know chipped in a little money. He'd go sell like candy bars around the neighborhood, and everybody's like, you know what? He's gonna go on to do great things one day. And he finally got out of town and went to Goldman Sachs and just rips people off of their. Money. <laughs> so you're like, oh wow, we knew he'd make we it out. We didn't Johnny, think he right. would turn into this terrible. We knew little Johnny was too big for this town. He had, <laughs> exactly. he had a light inside of him that needed to be shared with the world. And now, and now, now he's selling timeshares. He's timeshare. right? <laughs> selling time, the best timeshare sales. <laughs> All of Palm Beach. <laughs> uh, the evil empire. I can't believe he said that. Oh, winning here is like winning for the Cowboys or Yankees. Like, get out of here, man. I know. God, I'm so. I'm like. I mean, it's like hilarious because I'm so unbelievably salty about this, but at the same time, I'm like not. It's just like the comedy of, right, of right. reality of like what real life actually is. Um, <laughs> it's the, the comedy of what real life is. <laughs> you know, like the we had this comedy of the reality. This is yeah, what I'm saying. We, yes. <laughs> we, we had this like the, this whole lead, like the, the the thought that we went through all of these hurdles and this pain to put on this bubble tournament so that it could come with this super <laughs> obvious, super uninspiring, lame <laughs> ending that nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like exactly how something like that would end up. Dude, well, Nux had Nux was really good tonight. He had it, man. Twenty twenty <laughs> has been the worst year for everybody on Earth except for Zuckerberg, Bezos, Elon Musk, and the Lakers. Like that's the only the only winners of twenty twenty. Everybody yeah, else is losers. Yo, they listen. The cream rises to the top, and the rest of us are down here. Just uh, it, it does feel like day. quite the metaphor for twenty twenty. Just this like consolidation of power, Absolutely. while everybody is like, okay, this right. was rough, but if we all yeah. pull together, the Lakers can win. <laughs> I know. Like we all were like, man, we really just need something to believe in. Like the the everything's sort of imploding. Like, oh right, we, why don't we believe in capitalism? Like, let's all let's all rally under the banner of capitalism. Let's come together, people. Uh, we got to get back to the core tenets of society: capitalism, <laughs> democracy, and the Lakers being good. The core tenets. Oh my god, it's inspiration. Uh, I hope everyone is just feeling really inspired like we so are. Inspired. <laughs> hey man, next year. 
year. The Empire oh, Strikes. What is it? Baby. Not the Empire Strikes Back. What is? It? What is? No, the, no, the, the Return of the Jedi. The Return yeah, of the, the Jedi next year, baby. Or I guess well, the, the, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. This is uh, no, it's the New Hope. Next year's the New Hope. The New, the new Hope. Hope. Yes. Right. Let's do it, baby. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Do you have more notes, Harrison? I Just save them for tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we're going to be back all week. Brand new episodes. Some exciting stuff going on all week. And then, of course, you know it, the DNBA show on Friday. We'll see you all then. We lots of salt this week.